Hello, and welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. I'm Melissa Zimmerman, and I am so happy um, that you've decided to join me again today. And as you know, I'm always bringing in fun and interesting people to hang out with me and to just share part of their life with me. And today, I am happy to introduce you to a friend and ministry um, counterpart, maybe I'm trying to think we're ministry buddies. Um, she and her husband also do marriage ministry, just like Stephen and I do. And so today I want to introduce you to Jamie Jones. Uh, she and her husband, John have edge ministries. Yes. Tell me if I get it wrong. <laughs> I want to quote your name, right? And you, I remember when I first met you and I put out something and she's like, would you mind spelling my name right? <laughs> Which you totally get, because Which I, how often do people spell your name wrong? All the time. Yes. All the time. And so she has an I in a weird place in Jamie. It's J-A-I-M-I-E. No E. Oh, J-A-I-M-I. Okay, so I still get it wrong Which all is the okay. time. Which is um, okay. I, I work really hard to get the I, the first I in there. Right. So I, I think yeah. I win. But um, anyway, so Jamie's here with me today. She and her husband do Edge, Min- Edge Marriage Ministry, or is it just Edge it's Ministry? It's just Edge Ministries. Edge yeah. Ministry. And their logo, their tagline, their whatever you call that thing is what? Is Better Together by God's Design. Better Together by God's Design. So anyway, so we're a couple of women who are forging our own path. Um, learning from each other, mm-hmm. bouncing ideas off of each other, uh, sharing our good and our bad with each other. I'm like, hey, we tried this, don't do that. Right. And, uh, I so- bring a notebook every time I meet with her. <laughs> I walk into the strangest places, restaurants, it doesn't matter. I'm bringing my notebook. I've got to write it down. Which I, I have to share this super funny about you because the notebook that you're currently using yes. was my notebook from last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you should know this. I should I should share this with you as a piece of wisdom, okay? On the front of our notebook, in gold letters, it says, hello. Correct. By the end of my year last year, the O had worn off the front of my notebook, and it became my hell notebook. Yeah. <laughs> I can see how that could happen and might be very appropriate. So so just be aware where you take it, you know. Uh, there are places you go that you might want to flip the cover over so they can't see that it's your hell notebook. Right. But that's, well, that was my hell notebook. Uh, so I was kind of glad for the year to be over and I could get a new one. Right. <laughs> Start over. So anyway, uh, so tell me a little bit, tell our audience a little bit about you. Well, I am a Texas girl. We won't hold that against her, all you sooner people. I know, I know. I have come to your state, so there's a plus. That's a plus. Yeah. It's funny, when you tell God the places that you won't go, uh, lots of times that's where you end up. We had a daughter that came to OSU and graduated from OSU, and I very rarely visited her until I moved to Oklahoma. So now I love Oklahoma. Uh, Texas is still home, but Oklahoma is a great place. You picked two bad schools. She's at Texas and OSU. Go Sooners. That's what I say. Yeah. Um. And most people in this area do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you're a Pokes fan, you're a tried and true Pokes fan. Most people of them are. Well, it's funny because red's my color. Ah. And so our ministry color is red. So I kind of do cross the lines there in more than one way. Uh, She's clearly not a tried and true fan anywhere. No. (laughs) No. Uh, And we'll pray for her. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, um, 
we we do travel in some of the same vein. We travel down the same pathways, mm-hmm. uh, just to different locations. God, it's funny because God, our paths our paths rarely cross. Right. Uh, but they do. But we we're all out fighting for the same thing. Absolutely. In fact, Steve said the last time we were together that we were all on the pro marriage team. We are, and okay. I've talked about that a lot because. With everyone, with pro-life right now being a real catch, Uh I mean, it has been for years, but it's like, yeah, we're on the pro-marriage team. It's a good team to be on. It is a good team to be on. In fact, they were, uh, she and her husband were just recently on our radio show that we do on Wednesday mornings on Crossover Radio, and so um, that was fun. I had to miss that day. Yeah, uh, she wasn't feeling good. I wasn't feeling well, and so... Uh, Steve had to fly solo with them, but that was okay because there wasn't more than enough voices that day. We did. We had fun. So tell, we want to learn a little bit about you on our podcast. So tell me about how you became a Christ follower. Oh, my goodness. Okay, that is an awesome story. When I was very young, I say very young, I was in middle school. And um, actually, it was right around fifth grade. So that's middle school for some people, and it's still elementary school depending where you are. But my parents were divorced, and we were staying at my grandparents' home. And my grandmother mentioned to me that my cousin had just accepted Christ. And I thought, what does that mean? What does that look like? And so she explained to me a little bit about what that looked like. And my sister was in the same room at the same time. No more conversation that I can recall with regard to that other than that night when I went to bed, I thought I really— thought that was something I needed to do. So at a very young age, I asked Christ to be my Savior. Now, obviously, at that age, I didn't know what all that entailed. But funny thing about that story is, as a young adult, I was recalling that to my sister, and she had done the same thing. We were in two different bedrooms, and we both accepted Christ the same night and did not know it until we were young adults. That's awesome. Yeah. What a great story. it It was really neat. And then there's been so many times in my life where I have looked at the things that were going on and said, you know, it's time to rededicate is a big word in Christian circles. Right. And I'm, I'm not big about using Christian ease, but there have been many times in my life when I've said, I need to get back on track and follow Christ with just the passion that I know is in me. Well, you know, the Bible talks about returning to your first love. Yes. And I think that that's, you know, it's just an important awareness to say, you know what, maybe I've drifted a little mm-hmm. and I just need to re- restoke the fire. Yes. Yeah. And, and isn't that what we teach people in marriage? Absolutely. The same thing. You've made a commitment. You're in a covenant relationship. And sometimes you just need to remember what that looks like and stoke the fire. Absolutely. So um, you've been a Christ follower since a young girl. I have. I have. And my path, I was in, um, what was it called when I was in middle school? Campus, not Campus Crusade, that's college level, Youth for Christ. Youth for Christ. Yeah. So I've been done a lot of those different things. I have um, been involved with different organizations like that over time, Navigators, read and, and done a lot of their studies. And so have just been in and around Christianity all my life. Okay. So um, tell me about we have something, Jamie and I have something in common in that we both do marriage ministry with our husbands, but we both do it with our second husbands. Yes. And so we both have what I like to call a husband. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that yeah. terminology. So but. In, when I do conferences, I refer to him as my husband. Uh, he was my husband. Uh, he's not now. Uh, but anyway, we have a 
I have a great relationship with my ex-husband, so it, it works out pretty well for us. But uh, So tell us a little bit about how God called you to do marriage ministry. Well, when John and I met, um, he was from Oklahoma, obviously. Yay! Yes. Go and I was here doing, a, at that time I was working for my parents' company, and we were doing a golf tournament. Okay. And so we met and started dating. Our first date was actually to the World Series when the Texas Rangers were in this series. So that was an awesome first date. It was kind of won me over. Set the bar high there, man. Yeah. He was known as Mr. World Series for a long time in my office. Like, where do you go after that? Exactly. (laughs) And I'm not sure he knew what he was doing. but He needs to learn to under-promise and over-deliver a little there. Exactly. (laughs) But when we started dating, we knew he was divorced also. And we knew that we needed to have people in our life that were for us Uh and would help us. And so that's kind of how it started was trying to surround ourselves with couples that were going to hold us accountable, were going to encourage us, were living the kind of marriages that we wanted to live. And as a young girl, I have always been drawn to helping people. Um, When I was in middle school, people called me Dear Abby. Oh, funny. Yeah. They would come and ask me my opinion about things, and I'd gladly give it. And as I just matured, I started giving biblical advice, and as I learned what that meant. And so that's just my heart. And we started doing small group in our home, and it grew out of that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how long have you guys been doing marriage ministry? We have been doing marriage ministry for six years, but three years as a nonprofit. Okay. And so tell me a little bit about your family. Well, I love to talk about my family. We Our, have, we, that's the best part. It is. We have six children all together. I have four from my first marriage, and he has two from his first marriage. And we've got three wonderful grandchildren, which are really, oh, my goodness, the cream of the crop. I love our kids. I love our kids. But once you have grandchildren, they're the best. I always say grandkids are your reward for not killing your own kids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm hoping some more will come. We yep. need more rewards yep. because, you know, they're just, they're the best. They are fun. So we have um, two grandsons and one granddaughter, and um, we love spending time with them. They're all in the San Antonio area. So when we do ministry in Texas, um, it's nice because we can do ministry there and then stay a few extra days and hang out with them. That's fun. Uh, so you guys actually have a monthly event that you do. We do. Tell me a little bit about that. Here in the Oklahoma City area, we do a monthly dinner and a message, um, our date night with a purpose. Mm-hmm. We've used all kinds of different things to explain what we do. But we get together with a small group of people, no more than 10 couples, and we eat together, we fellowship together, we have fun together, and then we just give an encouraged marriage about a message about marriage. Yeah. We talk about everything from um, emotional, mental, spiritual, sexual topics, mm-hmm. and we use God's Word as our basis for that. Yeah. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit more. uh, Tell me something I need to know about you that I don't already know. Hmm. Let me think. (laughs) You know a lot about me. We talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah, we do. Let's let's dish the dirt for a minute. (laughs) Let me think. What is the um, some stuff you might not know about me? Um. Well, an interesting fun fact about John and I's engagement is we met on a golf course, which I already mentioned. We got engaged on a golf course. And so I'm kind of ditzy sometimes. Like, I am blonde. The blonde comes out of a bottle, but it <laughs> goes all the way through. And so we were out at this golf course, and I had no idea what he was thinking. He said he was 
dropping off a contract. He used to do golf tournaments for a living. And we are on the same hole that we first met on and playing golf. And he's acting kind of nervous, and I thought that was kind of weird, but, you know, it was all right. And my engagement ring was on a golf ball, and he said he was so worried that I was actually going to hit it without noticing that the ring was on it. Oh, wow. I didn't. Good. good, good. I didn't. That was a win. It was a win. (laughs) And it was a great engagement. It was awesome. That's super fun. So tell me a little bit about your kids. Okay, well, they range in age from early 30s to 19. Okay. And uh, the only ones that are married at this time are two of our oldest daughters are married. Our oldest son just recently got engaged, and so um, they're still trying to plan what they're going to do. And then our younger ones are a little bit too young for that. Um, so that's a little bit about them. They all have very different personalities. As, as people do everywhere. Yes. And we love them all the same, even though they all think each one of them believe that they are our favorite. Oh, wow. So I'm not sure if that means we're doing a good job or they're just really confused about <laughs> what the favorite might look like. I, was, I, was, I lost my mom of the year award a long time ago. Uh, when my boys were little, I would get so frustrated at him saying, well, he always gets to, usually it was our middle son, Levon, who would always say, well, he Mark always gets whatever. Well, Mark was, first of all, Mark was four years older than him, which makes a big difference in your, uh, you know, privileges and stuff like that. And poor Levon would always say, well, of course he does. He's our favorite. That's why we had him first, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, of course he does. And so it was just and, of course, they, Levon would always say, oh, Mom, I hate that, you know, whatever. But it was just like any any effort to shut the whining up. <laughs> yeah, whatever you can do to stop that. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. And and Levon was my was a pretty quiet child and was sort of unassuming. If you, know, if you know Levon, then you know that you could be in a room with him for an hour and a half and never notice he was there because he might not ever say a word. Mm. And he's just that quiet, peaceful kid. But he was also the kid that we constantly left places. Oh, my. Like when he was uh, less than a year old, we, my husband and I went to church, which was a block and a half from our house, and had been there for 45 minutes before we realized we'd left him at home in bed taking a nap. And, um, and then when he was 12, we, we still lived in western Oklahoma, and we had come up here for a baseball tournament. His brother was in the state baseball tournament at Delisi Park here in Oklahoma City. And so my mom and dad and, and Stephen and, and Levon and Mariah and I had all stopped at on the border at Reno and Meridian to eat. And so we all got ready and left. And we got to the ball field. And, I, uh, and my mom and dad were in their own car. And we were in our own car. And, and we sat down at the ball field. And I said, did you guys pay for Levon to get in? And they're like, we didn't have Levon with us. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, we left him on the border. Oh, my and goodness. And so we... we <laughs> We had to haul back down to Reno and Meridian and pick him up. And there he was sitting on the curb, you know, it's like, oh my, and he's like, oh, my parents did it again. You know, they left me somewhere. And so funny story when he was, uh, so then when he, he had a child, he's like, we're going to trust you to babysit our children. Please don't leave them anywhere. Yeah. I, <laughs> true. So you have mom fails like that? Oh yeah. And it's funny. I don't know how, when you become, I'm a yaya. That's what my grandkids call okay. me, a yaya. So when you become a yaya, I don't know how it is that your children think you don't know how to parent. Right. But I get all the rules mm-hmm. and regs mm-hmm. before we're allowed to watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes even before you're allowed to hold them right. when they're pretty young, yep. which is amazing to me because I'm like, you guys are all grown and fairly healthy. And, and we we've didn't all kill survived. You. Right. We didn't kill you. 
That's what and, I say. you know, we love the grandkids a lot. Right. Not more than you, but a lot. Some days I love them more than you. So it's really, it's quite funny to yeah. me. But I've learned that if I want to um, have a good relationship with my kids, I listen to all the rules and regs. I follow them as best I can <laughs> so that I get to see them again and do it all over again. But it's, yeah. it's quite funny, especially when they're young. Yeah. And, and sometimes you just have to say, and I'm a lovey. That's why my grandkids call me lovey. And sometimes what happens at Lovey's house just has to stay at Lovey's house. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I try not to do that very often because I try to honor my daughters-in-law and what they want for their kids. But, but every once in a while, it's like, I, they just need a cookie, you know? Well, exactly. And, and so I might be tempted to give them something extra that they wouldn't get. Well, I take pride in our oldest grandson giving him his first icy. Mm-hmm. I, it just needed to be done. Kids need an icy. They for need an icy. Life yeah. is not complete without an icy. No. And so and I take pride in that. Yes, I absolutely. do. And it, sometimes your grandkids tell on you, though. I know. You well, know? you can only do what happens at Lovey's house, stays at Lovey's house until they can't talk. Right. Until they can, until they can talk. Mm -hmm. And then you have to stop all that because then they'll, they'll rat you out because yeah. they're not smart enough to know, hey, we can't rat out Lovey or she won't do that anymore. No, right? exactly. So, but um, yeah, no, I, I generally... In case my daughters-in-laws are listening to this, I really want you to know I generally don't do that. That's not right. true. I might have slipped him a cookie once in a while. But might it, have let him stay up too late, but other than oh, that. Oh, staying up too late. Now, that's another funny story. So recently, we had the opportunity to watch our grandson, Luke. Mm -hmm. And I texted my daughter and son-in-law and said, is there a certain time he needs to go to bed? And they said, just if he's doing okay and you want him to stay up, then that's fine. Well, that's not really what they meant. <laughs> so they were coming home about 1030 and said we're on our way home. And I snapped a picture of us with Luke watching TV. And I got a response back that said, are you serious? <gasps> so we quickly, John and I did, Papa Jay is what he's uh -huh. called, tried to get Luke in his pajamas and get him in bed before they got home. Oh, funny. But um, we were having a good time and Luke was too. So we just let him stay up. Hey, you know. Okay, we might better quit ratting ourselves out for our kids might not let us have our grandkids anymore. That's yeah. not true. They're, most of my, my kids are mostly at the age where, like, could you take them for a while? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't care what you do with them. Just send them back alive. Right. <laughs> They'll get to that point, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah, because my grandkids are ranging from 8 to 18 months. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. They, and they're And it's usually a bigger event with the first child in a family. Yeah. When they have... Two children, when you start out with one and then you get twins, after that it's just a fair oh. game. Who can take them when? Yeah. Um, and so that, it, it makes it a little easier. Mm -hmm. So, But I remember being the same way. Like yeah, I wanted I to tell too. my mother-in-law how to do everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so uh, I, I'm probably just reaping the seeds I've sown. I'm sure that's <laughs> I'm, the same. <laughs> I've been praying for a crop failure for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so true. So true. Um, so yeah, there's just, I mean, you know, parenting is just parenting wherever you're at. Right. And right? it's fun. I love parenting. I love being a mom. Right. And, but I really love being a yaya yeah. even more. It is. It's fun. And, and you know what? I, I still sometimes wonder what God was thinking. Every once in a while I'll say to him, like, this was your best idea to give helpless beings to people who have no idea what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, Clearly, his ways are higher than our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts, because I would have thought of a better plan, Yeah, I think. I think that sometimes I wonder the same kind of things. I, I occasionally will try to give God a good thought. Well, <laughs> he hey, hears mine all the time. Hey, here's a good idea, in case you haven't thought of this guy. Right. 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 Although nothing ever just occurs to him. No. Uh, but and anyway. he's never surprised by any place we get. No, and we get ourselves into some... What's the? What is one of the 
craziest places you found yourself in ministry? Oh my goodness. Craziest places in ministry. <sighs> like with in like I don't know. Well, there's no parameters to okay, that question. Okay, well, the, this is a funny story. John and I were uh, mentoring a couple. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm certainly not going to use any names. And if anyone is listening, you're not the only couple this has ever happened with. So <laughs> Don't think we're talking about you because we are. Don't think we're talking are. about you. No, never right. mind. <laughs> but we were in a session, and um, the wife was just not being very nice to her husband. And John kind of called her on the carpet on it. And she got up and walked out. Oh, wow. And said that um, John was evil and he didn't understand anything. And it was a very awkward moment. (laughs) Uh, As I recall, I think they were in one car and I think she might have left for a little while. And so that was kind of weird. Now, since we've reconciled all that and they have been back Uh and are doing well. That's awesome. But it was kind of one of those things like, that's not in the book. What do you do? Uh, and do you take the husband somewhere to find his wife? Do you just wait have, on the curb? What, we you know? have had to call a cab for a cu- we have had to call a cab for a client once before too. So that happened yeah. with us. You're not the only one that's happened to. Uh, is one of you guys the good cop and one of you guys the bad cop? Yeah, yeah. What are you? You're the good cop, aren't you? Yeah, you I and am. Steve. I You're am. the good cops. John and I are the bad cops. We're the ones that are going to tell you how the cow like the cabbage. Exactly, man. and you need that. You right. really do. Right. And really, people want you more than they want. The good cop, uh, even though you think you're the good one. I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> but I, I think when we work with couples, because we both work together, mm-hmm. they get the best of both of they us. Do. And that's a really cool thing. And and plus, then Steve is always there. I always tell him, I'm going to tell you this, and then Steve's going to make you feel better about it. Just give me a second. And that's yeah. <laughs> well, we have a joke about I will invite people uh-huh. to do things, and John will challenge them. Yeah. And so oh, I might have to steal that. It's good. And yeah. it really works. Steve would say he invites people to do things. And Melissa tells people what to do. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's but, true. But I challenge them to do. Yes. Things. See, I have better, t- have mm-hmm. better terms now. Okay. So I just want to end this up with just some fun questions. Okay. okay. Favorite movie you watch over and over again. Oh, Top Gun. Top Gun. Wow. All right. Sweet or salty. Oh, I have to go with both. Both. Popcorn and chocolate. Popcorn. Okay, when you go to a movie, you got to get popcorn and chocolate. Yes. Okay, what's your chocolate? My chocolate is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay. Uh, and so, um, coffee cream? Oh, yeah. Oh, no black coffee for you? No. Oh. Y'all, and no you? decaf, for sure. No decaf. No, we need fully caffeinated mm-hmm. everything. Uh, so, are you uh, Coke or tea? Used to be Coke. Um, my oldest son challenged me three years ago to quit drinking sodas. Uh-huh. And so I hardly ever drink Coke anymore. So I'm a sweet tea girl. All right. Sweet. That's, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Sweet or unsweet tea? Yeah. And I do half and half now just because I try to be healthier. But if I had, if there were no consequences, uh-huh. it would be sweet tea. Okay. And um, are you a late night person, night owl, or early morning? Ooh, not early morning. No. No, no, no. no. So John can't talk to you before you've had coffee? Yes. And sometimes he gets up and is up for an hour or two Uh before I get up to have coffee. Yeah. Which he happens to bring to me every morning, which is kind of nice. We get That's one of the perks of being in full-time ministry. Yeah. My husband brings me coffee every morning. Isn't it's it awesome? awesome? It is. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Uh, and, and we remember to celebrate celebrate and applaud that because one of our mantras is what gets applauded gets repeated. Mm-hmm. Ours is what gets rewarded gets repeated. Right. So, and see, we have so many similar things. We do. We just say them a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, if you could give one piece of advice today that would say, hey, 
if you could know this, it'll make your life better. Oh, I can tell you, and I'm going to go spiritual on okay, it. Okay, totally okay. But um, if you can know who you are in Christ, it'll be a game changer. It will be. In- you can change any relationship if you know who you are in Christ. So if you're having difficulty in your marriage, you're having difficulty with your boss, with your kids, with yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's where my biggest problem lies. Yes, but um, just knowing you are who you are in Christ can be a game changer. Absolutely. So uh, if people wanted to get in contact with you, if they wanted to schedule you, book you, mm-hmm. uh, how do people connect with you? How do they follow you on social media? Tell me your website, those okay. kind of things. Yeah, our website is edge-ministries.org. Okay. So it's E-D-G-E edge-ministries.org. We are on Facebook as Edge Ministries. We also have a men's and women's page. Um, The men are called Men on the Edge that John puts out every day in encouragement for men. And I have one that's called Edgy Women. Mm -hmm. Edgy Women. And I like that a lot. So... And um, and so it, they can contact you through your website? Yeah, all of our social media links are on our website. Okay. And so if you're looking to do, um, to maybe check out one of their monthly events, if you are looking for some help, they're in, you guys are uh, in uh, East Oklahoma City, Midwest mm-hmm. City, right? Yes. And so they're over in that area of the woods, but they travel. We do travel. And if you're in Texas, they travel to Texas. We, we love to travel to Texas. Yeah. Gives us a reason to do that. And um, we have also gone to the Arkansas area this year for the first time. So. Okay. So if you want to get if you want to check them out, check out their ministries at edge-ministries.org. Yes. And um, and so thanks for hanging out with me. You bet. Um, little, little tip. We, we actually, she actually taped a podcast with me several months ago. And it just somehow got destroyed in the process, so we got to tape a new one. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's cool. So this one will be up pretty quickly. Whereas she finally said, uh, did you, I forget how she asked me politely <laughs> where her, her episode of the podcast was up. And, uh, and I had to say, oh, totally trashed. So we got to do this again, which was great. Which was great. It was a good reason to get together. I like to get together every once in a while and just share ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So uh, thank you for joining us again and meeting some of my great friends here on the Melissa Zimmerman, He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. Do me a favor. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Rate us a five star on your iTunes. That helps me. That helps us get our playtime there. Subscribe. You always have the latest edition in your feed, in your podcast feed. That's a really big deal for us. And uh, if you're interested in scheduling me to speak or you're interested in marriage information, you can always contact me at bridgebuildermm.org or you can uh, connect with me through social media, um, Facebook, Instagram, all of the natural ways that you connect with people. And so um, we love to do women's conferences. We love to do marriage conferences. Um, If you have a pastor that needs to know about us, don't forget to tell them. And uh, again, until we meet for the next time, until we uh, send out the next episode of this. Thanks for joining me on He Doesn't Waste a Thing.